Welcome to a special Christmas episode of Chatology 2019. Each week, I'll be sharing a devotional thought meant to point you to the reason for the season, Jesus. Each devotion will focus on one of our favorite Christmas hymns, and at the end of each episode, I've got a special treat for you. My husband, the maestro himself, Robert Elkins, has recorded a piano solo of that particular Christmas hymn. We'd like for you to think of it as our Christmas gift to you, and I hope you'll enjoy these, feel inspired, and want to share them with your friends and your family as we look for ways to stop and soak in the season. Today, our Christmas hymn of focus is Go Tell It on the Mountain. What comes to mind when you hear the Christmas hymn, Go Tell It on the Mountain? For me, I would have to say it's preschool choirs dressed as angels with little gold pipe cleaner halos, or maybe it's a group of carolers who've come to my house before Christmas and they're wearing their flip-flops and t-shirts as they sing. I live in Florida, remember? Well, what about you? I love the form this hymn takes. It starts from the perspective of the shepherds. While shepherds kept their watching, or silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. The shepherds feared and trembled, when lo, above the earth, rang out the angel chorus that hailed the Savior's birth. I love thinking about how the shepherds were the first ones to witness this triumphant announcement. Can you even imagine? Luke 2, 8-14 says, And there were shepherds residing in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And just then, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a great multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom His favor rests. This was, without a doubt, and really an understatement to say, it was a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience for these shepherds. So I love this idea of the shepherds, but I also love this idea of the mountain in this song. The chorus that we all know and love says, Go tell it on the mountain. The mountain. Now, why the mountain? Well, I think of several mountains that are really well known in Scripture. Let's start with Genesis 22. Remember Mount Moriah? God asked Abraham to take his only son Isaac up to the top of the mountain to sacrifice him. Abraham obeyed, and starting in verse 10, it says, Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram, caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. 
So Abraham called that place, The Lord Will Provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Now, I think of another mountain. In Exodus 19, we have this mountain called Mount Sinai. And it was on this mountain that God warned the people not to come near. He ascended on the top of the mountain in a cloud of thick smoke where only Moses and Aaron were allowed to approach. The people were warned about coming near to God, and He put a barrier of thunder and lightning to warn them and keep them away because of His holiness. And here on this mountain, a loving God gave Moses what we know as the Ten Commandments, a set of rules to live by that would teach His people to honor Him and live their best lives. Now, moving into the New Testament, I'm thinking of another mountain. This mountain doesn't have a name, but Matthew says in chapter 5 that when Jesus saw the crowds, He called His disciples to Himself and sat down on a mountain. He began to interpret the law to them. He sat as one of them on this mountain, telling them and telling us how to fulfill the law as He has. This is such a different scene from the last time God gave commands to His people. This is a picture of God with us. God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. Then, of course, the most well-known and infamous mountain of all, where Jesus died for us, is Mount Calvary. Luke twenty-two thirty-three says, When they came to the place of the skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. This was the place Jesus died. He gave his life up for us so that we wouldn't have to take on the punishment of our own sin. But today in our story, we're on a hillside, or a mountain, with shepherds, where an angel announced the birth of the Savior of the world. My pastor said recently, God likes to make big announcements on mountains. Maybe that's why the songwriter wanted us to go tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born.